Oh, my dog just farted, and it smells so bad, I'm trying not to puke. Like, he just took a liquid spray shit all over the floor. That's what it smells like. And he's snoring. Oh, how can something so foul come from something so little? Words to me, it make no sense. Back when theme songs meant something. Then someone pulls up in front of the house with tractors and shit. I haven't watched it, and uh, that's because I'm more morally correct than you. Executives, you guys know exactly what the audience wants, don't you? From the grave, you're going to find a way to be a pain in my ass. Holding up Mr. Hankey here. Mm-hmm. Mr. Hankey. Oh, I was a disaster this morning. I just blowing my nose and drainage and spit and yeah me too i was i've been up since 3 30 hey me too yeah oh i feel awful i <laughs> just semi ran over me oh i i barely <laughs> slept since 3 30 i mean five minute increments wake up what time is it wake up what time is it yeah hawk spit blow the nose rinse for peace Mm-hmm. Somehow, luckily, I don't have a headache because uh, I told my wife, I'm like, that would be the kiss. I mean, I, I don't know if I could. Already lost him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck your cats. And your internet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the thing is, if, if it would be for the cats, like, Joni and the kids are going to be leaving for a park here in the next 25 minutes or so, and I could have my door open, but. Then the beasts will be in my office. I, I'm stuck. I mean, I'm you can't you couldn't run a cable from your modem that you could just once a week you could run it under the door and come plug it in to your computer. Oh my! Oh my! My MacBook doesn't have a have a plug in for that. That's that's ancient technology. You see. Oh yeah, your new shit's working great. Yeah, <laughs> my my MacBook Pro only has uh, USB C ports. <laughs> like, what? Ethernet port? No, 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 no. We don't do that. That's that's dial-up technology. No, no. This is how you get real high speed. It's yeah, this not, is... <laughs> not Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, the fan's blowing over here, and it's just circulating this real nice, warm, stagnant air. I mean, our <laughs> listeners hear this every week. Oh, it's, it's every the same week. shit, but it's summertime, so there's... Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm just freezing my balls off. Oh my! Oh, it's so hot in here. And oh, and my wife is like, "You, you can open windows." I'm like, it's going to be ninety degrees again today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rest of the week, it's just going to get hotter and hotter until the weekend. Oh, I hate it! I hate summer so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But I. Just this whole morning has been just this fog of alternate reality. Like, what did I watch this morning at five in the morning? Oh, yeah, some Italian giallo. What was it about? I don't know. I, what? Something. And then, like, okay, that's done. Let's put in an Indonesian horror movie because what? And, uh, <laughs> and then just, just awful stomach ache. Oh, just. Oh, me too. I had it. Dude, I'm not kidding. I woke up at like 3, 3.30 and my stomach just ached. Uh, girl, 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 yeah, girl, girl. Yeah, awful. I finally forced myself to eat half a bagel before the show started. 
that's and just nothing sounds good. Oh, and of course, like ten minutes to showtime, it's like, yep. Now I got to take a shit, and so I'm in the bathroom and I'm trying to hurry, but then I'm also just just cursing because Lauren went shopping with Addison the last time, and she told she you know you send Addison to go pick up stuff like you're in this aisle. Hey, go grab this single ply toilet paper. Oh, oh, the worst, the worst, and it, uh, first world problems, I guess, but. It just mushes shit around. It, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> so you're basically, it's it's Waffle House toilet paper is oh, what you've I, got right I'm now. I'm in there just reeling it off the reel so that I can fold it up to make a <laughs> couple of points. Yeah, just, <laughs> and then I just <laughs> fold it over about four times till it's something uh-huh. resembling toilet paper. <laughs> oh, that that has only happened to me like one time that I, and I was at, by accident. I got yeah. the wrong thing. But yeah, you take your, like, when you hit the shit paper aisle, you take your, you pick, you pick, you know, choose wisely. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> got to be at least double. Yeah, yeah. I and the I double rolls agree. too, because if you don't get the, if you get the small rolls, they're they're gone and ha- by noon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So oh, and my son slept until eight this morning, and like I've been up literally. I have been up longer than I was sleeping. That since you've woke up, if that makes sense. Because I got four hours of sleep, and then I was up for four and a half hours before he woke up. It just made me jealous and angry. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, my kid's been sleeping in pretty good lately. They didn't get up till, boy, 8.40. But, yeah. you know, we're also not making go to bed till 10.30, because it's summertime, and why, yeah. why not? It doesn't get dark till fucking 10 o'clock. Yay, yep. summer. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, I still make the kids go to bed at uh, I, 9 o'clock just because I, I have to have a little bit of alone time. So. Oh, there's no way. There's no way. There's still, we're, I mean, we don't even come in from outside until 9.45 because it's Ooh. still light out. The kids are still playing with the neighbors and we're hanging yeah. out with the neighbors. And Until the mosquitoes get bad enough, then we're like, fuck it, we're out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I was told this weekend that when I was like, I Sunday was a really, really bad day for me for my hours. I mean, it was, it was pretty bad. And I even just the like, I took a pill, and for some reason it affected my like, I was not well. Like I was depressed, and I'm like, I, I shouldn't be depressed, but I am, and it was bad. And I got the, uh, you know, it's the cats. I've you know, I've just the, the allergies are terrible. Oh, it's okay. It's fine. Because cats are more important than a human being. How the the things that I'm going to have to go to confession for here in the next week. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, I I gotta. I have to take. I'm. I like my wife is the one that takes the pills all the day. All wakes up and takes five different things, and then before bed, it's natural things and echinacea and all the, you know, there's just pill bottles everywhere. I don't... Oh, me too. Yeah, I, me I try not to do anything, but now I am on two dailies of uh, an acid reducer because we think that's part of my stomach issues is I have acid reflux. and Or I, that's... I mean, like, I don't have a problem where my throat burns or something, but she was looking it up online and, you know, that, that always has the answers. Yeah, but you uh-huh. know, since I've been taking it, it has been helping that I take that and an allergy pill, 
because it's just that time of year, and I mean, I have two of the biggest trees in this town, and they both tower over my house, and they just just rain yellow shit from the skies. So what what pills do you take? What kind? Oh, they're just generics. Okay, but that's, yeah, I've got generics that are supposedly Claritins, mm. but man, for some reason they just I, and I can tell like like oh okay, so I'm not clogged up anymore, whatever. But I feel like my head feels medicated, like it fe- I yeah. feel like it's a fake feeling, and I'm like, why should I have to deal with that because of cat? I it's, what do I know? I'm I'm a, a mere human. <laughs> Oh, I found out very quickly where I stand in the hierarchy of importance. Oh, with, we're... with some with some people I know, it's like screw you if you're not feeling good. I, what? It's not about you. Like, yeah. I, I guess it shouldn't be about the person that literally is sick. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're men, dude. It, it, uh, our feelings and things don't matter. Yeah. Especially in the neck of the woods we live in. Yeah. I'll give yeah. you. I'll give you another bitch sesh. And this just drives me nuts. But, like, my mom or her mom will make plans with me about, like, oh. something with the kids. Can the kids come over this date or something like that? Sure. And then they will, three days later, change plans, but only tell Lauren. And then within an hour, like, when I go show up and there's nobody there, they're like, oh, well, I told Lauren. Why would you assume, and she's, and Lauren's at work. Why would you assume that I know that? Yeah. Like, I would never text you, and I, I told my mom this to her father, I would never make plans with you, and then text dad, and assume that you know it. Like, why, why would you do that? Because we showed up to this, I talked to her on the phone, the day before. What time are we supposed to be there tomorrow? Uh, Paul, what time do you want him there? Noon. Okay. So, of course, we're, my wife just doesn't even get in the shower till 10 till. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't show up till 1230 and I'm pissed because I'm like, let's go, let's go. We're late. You know, we get there. Nobody there. Oh. <laughs> and mom's oh. like, well, back in May when we scheduled this, I said one o'clock. Oh. But last night on the phone, you told me noon. That shit just, it, and, yep. then, and then I get, they can see that I'm annoyed and then they get mad at me. Then it pisses them off. Uh-huh. It's the same thing here. It's the same thing here. That's the way it is. And I, I, I told my wife, I was like, you got to give up. You have to give up. You keep thinking in your mind that you're going to fix this. You're never going to fix it. It's been like this for 40 years. It's never going to change. Just yeah. just stop. Because all you're going to get is annoyed and mad. And pissed, yeah. Yep. Same here. Anyway, back to the show. <laughs> oh, now that we're all good and pissed off. Yeah. You can find little bits and pieces of that to sprinkle in. Probably not. Like, That'll just all get deleted. Because, yeah. nope. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, anyway, so... Uh, Amish, they're great. Amish. That's, that's my take on it. Yeah, it, and it, and the thing is, it's... That's that's, that's both our families. It's Amish. Yeah, so. it's Amish. And just This is how you do things, and if you don't, then you're then you're shunned. Yeah, and I guess and, um, my uh, fa- extended family on my dad's side had a... Oh, they just had decided to have a quickie reunion, and they, Dad couldn't go because he was playing a show or something. So my family didn't go. But I mean, when my family has a reunion, we're talking hundreds of people. It's oh, not it's whoa. not little. And and now, yep, they're starting to get the COVID nineteen, starting mm-hmm. to spread around between them. Amish. Yes, 
yes. Amish. Back to the show. Movie oh, freaks. We've got, <laughs> I've got a couple of get-togethers, I think, this weekend for July 4th, but it's all outside. Yeah. I'm not too worried about it. And I've had it, so... Yeah. She's she's going down the day before to swim in the afternoon with her sister and kid. Well, I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's But I... Like, I have a compromised immune system. Like, I am a wreck because of my allergies. And I'm like, you're not going to bring back that, bring back someone's Amish coronavirus here. I'll, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it up here. Not from some Amishman down there not wearing a mask. Harumph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Are you ready for the roulette? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette we dive in the ocean cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And on this episode of the roulette, it is Code 8 Up Against the Darkness 2016. And... I think I know it's causing the slowdown. See, I have a couple of stories up for our rabbit trail, and they're on Joe Blow, and they keep reloading ads, and every time it does, then it starts... Uh, Code 8. A superpowered construction worker falls in with a group of criminals in order to raise funds to help his ill mother. And it says, top build cast, first build only, but, ah, main guy is Robbie Amell, he's number two. Next main guy is Stephen Amell, and he's about 15 people down the list, so, fail there. But I like both Stephen Amell and Robbie Amell. I think they're cousins or something. Uh, but I know Stephen Amell from The Arrow Show. Are you aware of that? Yep, yep. DC Universe on uh, TV. And they always kind of seem to work together. And, uh, yeah, this was a solid movie. Give me roulettes like this for the rest of the year, please. I, no. Was no. it great? No. But it was cool and had cool special effects and moved along at a pretty good pace. I mean, you kind of figure out where, where it's going to go and what they're going to do. It's not no great surprises here, I don't think. Other than, I was, I was because it's dealing with superpowers and these people aren't allowed to use their powers or they're not supposed to, uh, what was that other movie with superpowered people I watched? It was a roulette. I think you had recommended it, actually. Oh, it wasn't that awful one, was it? Where, like, long, like long periods of staring at each other or whatever and... No. Remember? No, this is the one with uh, the guy from Speed Racer. And he's in a, in a house with his kid, and at first Unique. it seems like it's a horror home invasion movie, and then it turns out he's like. Was so that called Freak Freaks? Yes, there you go. That one. Did you ever watch that? I thought I haven't yet. Oh, I thought you did. Okay, that was a good movie. And so I was thinking about that movie a lot because this one also has whatever. But in that movie, like you were not allowed to exist. Like if they found you, they would arrest you. And here it's similar. But it seems like there are so many people with powers in the movie. It's like, uh, it seems like there's more of you than the normies. Why don't you just, uh, rise up a little bit? But anyway, he they use their powers to go steal some shit and whatnot and get in trouble. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Thumbs up. Uh, I would definitely say keep it on your treadmill list. Give it a watch sometime like that. I wouldn't, I don't think I'd go for an evening show of it. Um, at least not for the first time you watch it. But, okay. You know, I, I, you'll enjoy it. Cool. Okay. Um, okay, over on my end is The Darkness, directed by Greg McLean, who made the, in my opinion, excellent Wolf Creek, 
and uh, Rogue, which was very, very good. Belko Experiment, which was really good. He's made some really good movies. Jungle was another one. Daniel Radcliffe was in that night. Uh, was a little bit less than enamored with that one, but he's got a pretty good resume. Um, so this one here, a family unknowingly, IMDb says, a family unknowingly awakens an ancient supernatural entity on a Grand Canyon vacation and must fight for survival. Uh, uh, I don't know about don't know about fighting for survival when it follows them home. Um, so this kid, their their son, he might be autistic. Um, he steals these rocks, and the rocks make everybody grumpy. So everybody is grumpy at each other, and they grump a lot, uh, argue a lot. This it's 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 the argue demon. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's what your son was doing with them shovels. Have you looked around your office for any? Yeah, yeah. There's stones? Two, there, there should be stones, uh, allergy stones. <laughs> um, but somehow they got Kevin Bacon and Rada Mitchell to star in this. Um, and for what it's worth, the acting is good in this movie, and the production values are good. Oh, Paul Reiser's in this, too. Good cast. Paul Reiser uh, is the... Uh, he's the Kevin Bacon's boss. And everybody is kind of an asshole because the stones make everybody kind of an asshole. But that does not make a good horror movie where everybody is an asshole. Um, and I didn't hate this movie, but... This movie is as generic as you can possibly get. Like, technical merits are fine. Acting, good. Moves at a good pace, but it's like, it's just, it's like, okay, the stones are making everybody grumpy, and then finger, handprints, that's a couple jump scares, and then here's how we get rid of the stones and roll credits. It's, it's, it is utterly forgettable. I mean, it was a little piece of, not very good Laffy Taffy, but it's still got sugar in it, so you're like, eh, eh, it's okay. Fifteen-year-old uh, uh, me would have probably been like, hey, that was kind of cool. But 45-year-old me, uh, this, and Greg McLean, I would, I, I'm guessing here, I'm guessing that he was gun for hire on this, because I've seen all his other movies, and love them or hate them, they're very unique. This is as not unique as you can possibly get. Just cookie cutter, barely PG thirteen rated horror light. I mean, it's it's tween thriller. Uh, I mean, in the trailer was that scene where Rada Mitchell walks over to the blanket that looks like there's somebody hiding under it, and kind of touches it, and then it just poof goes down. I was like, ah, oh, that's creepy. Yeah, yeah, it's got a couple. Like again, it's. It's got a couple interesting, scary parts going on, I guess, kind of, and none of the, I mean, and I hate to say that everybody was annoying, but they were good acting. Like, they were, they were good acting. That's, uh, <laughs> <sighs> oh, like, do we make no see? I, I like that your allergies have literally leaked from your sinuses into your brain. Oh, I know. I'm just, just, like, just keep, keep. This train rolling, keep going. I can do this. We can get through this one. Uh, anyway, there you go. I'm, now I'm just rambling. This. <laughs> okay. Uh, next round coming your way on Amazon Prime. Seventy five hundred in the cockpit of a commercial airliner about to depart Berlin. Oh, I had to edit this down because on Amazon Prime, you know, they give you four paragraphs. 
Uh-huh. Uh, it's an airplane being flown by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and some people try to hijack it. Looked pretty good. Uh, next up, Amazon Prime. Run from 1991. While conveying a Porsche from L.A. to Atlantic City, a student, Charlie, has to make a stop due to engine trouble. Mistaken as rich, he's invited to a big poker game and wins big time. However, the son of the mobster is a bad loser and starts a fight. Sounds good. 87 minutes. And lastly, this one's two and a half hours long, but it's Spike Lee. The Five Bloods on Netflix. Four African-American veterans return to Vietnam decades after the war to find their squad leader's remains and a stash of buried gold. And uh, the trailer looks awesome for that. So I figured, ah, that's a, that's a big enough name that I can throw a long one on there. And I really want to get that watched soon. Over to you. Okay. <clears throat> First up for you is Get In. This is on Netflix. This is a horror thriller. Hour and 37 minutes. On their return from vacation, Paul and his family find their house occupied by disturbing squatters. I believe this is a French movie, and uh, yeah, it is. Um, I, and I thought the trailer looked really good. This is like my number one movie that I want to watch on Netflix right now, but I'm like, you know, this is roulette enough to where let's see if you take the bait first, and then I will see if I hit play. Um but it looks pretty good. And, and uh, next up is The Vast of Night. PG-13, uh, hour and 31 minutes. It's a drama mystery sci-fi. Um, the premise sounds pretty cool, I think. In the twilight of the 1950s, on one fateful night in New Mexico, young switchboard operator Faye and charismatic radio DJ Everett discover a strange audio frequency that could change their small town and the future forever. Uh, does it star anybody? Sierra McCormick, Jake Horowitz, uh, Bruce Davis. Yeah, there you go. And lastly, uh, now, I actually have watched this movie, and the reason I'm putting this up here is I'm like, you know, I wouldn't mind your opinion on this one at some point, because it's a different one. Uh, Excision, from 2012, hour and 21 minutes, comedy, horror, drama. A disturbed and delusional high school student with aspirations of a career in medicine goes to extremes to earn, in their, earn the approval of her controlling mother. And it is... Oof. It is very uncomfortable. Tracy Lords is in it. And... Um, oh, it was just kind of... Not kind of. It was gross. <laughs> um, I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I, I it popped up on Amazon Prime, and I'm like, like oh man, I... I liked that movie a lot, if I remember correctly. And so I'm like, oh, maybe you might take the bait on that one and see what you think of that. Uh, I'm going to take The Vast of Night. Okay. I had some people on one of my websites saying that uh, people should check it out. It's pretty good. So I'll give that one a shot. Cool. Um, you know, I you gave me a pretty good spread there. Um, the Five Bloods, I really, really want to watch that. But mm, two and a half hours long, and now that I'm getting into F is for family, I, <laughs> so I'm gonna take the uh, probably the safe pick, seventy five hundred. Okay. There you go. Next episode of the roulette will be seventy five hundred up against the vast of night. Oh, and I th I'm not sure if I said vast of night is an Amazon original. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, let's move on to Rabbit Trail. 
a little bit here. I got a couple of stories mm-hmm. that I wanted your opinion on. The first one is from Anne Hathaway in an interview. Did you see this story? No, uh uh-uh. She's talking about Christopher Nolan. She said, Chris does not allow chairs on set. I worked with him twice. He doesn't allow chairs, and his reasoning is, if you have chairs, people will sit, and if they're sitting, they're not working. I mean, he has these incredible movies in terms of scope and ambition and technical prowess and emotion. It always arrives at the end under schedule and under budget. I think he's on to something with the chair thing. This led to the... Some people in, out there in the universe, on, on the Twitters and whatnot, trying to cancel Christopher Nolan as being an asshole. <laughs> wow. No, I... It's his movie. <laughs> nobody's it's, forcing you to work with him. Yeah, nobody's forcing you to star in his movie, and no one's forcing you to watch his movies either. Oh, just internet assholes. Oh. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Michael Bay is notorious for just being a screaming asshole on his movie sets. Why does he get to still make movies? Why is that, Eugene? Because they make money. Because they make money. That's right. (laughs) I I can't believe... I I didn't hear of that. That's... Uh, The other story that I brought was um, from Ray Fisher. Do you know who that is? He was Cyborg in Justice League. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, at Comic-Con, there's video, well, this is some years ago when promoting Justice League, there's video of him on stage with, uh, the Aquaman guy, who doesn't really smile or say anything when he says this, but Ray Fisher says, Joss Joss Whedon is a great guy, and Zack picked a good person to come in and clean up and finish up for him. That's what he said in the video. Well, he retweeted that video this week, and with the comment... I would like to forcefully retract every single bit of that statement. Really? Yeah. Supposedly, he's one of the big things that got cut out of Justice League. Like, he was supposed to be the one that... uh, I don't know, in Zack Snyder's version, he's a big chunk of that movie, and he's barely in the movie now. Yeah, I know. So... Yep, uh-huh. Joss is a great guy, and Zach picked a good person to come in and clean up and finish up for him. Then he said, I would like to forcefully retract every single bit of that statement. <laughs> wow. Ouch. So, don't think they got along on set. Nope. I don't think anybody got along with Joss on set. No, I don't think so either. I'm guessing that they were all, were told, here's what you say in the press junkets, and you know, the, I, yeah. before the movie's released. And... Wow. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. I'm glad that we're, we're seeing a little more of uh, people coming out and saying stuff like that, because I'm so sick of the those kinds of puff piece interviews where it's like, yeah, everybody's great. Oh, he's so great uh-huh. to work with, and that guy's great, the boom mic guy is great. Like, come on. Not everybody is great. I Any job you have, there's going to be somebody there you don't like, or that is dickish. I don't know. Maybe not, but... Yeah. Whatever. Oh, I can't wait till that comes out. Cannot wait till that comes out. I'm still kind of sort of on the fence on the whole HBO Plus thing or whatever. It's like, or HBO Max, whatever it's called. Like, I kind of wish that they would release it uh, the same time on Blu-ray at least. You don't even have to do the whole streaming thing for now. Like, 
HBO and Blu-ray. Well, that was my next question. Have you heard anything on your... Because you're more on the physical media sites than I am. Has, has there been any talk of, of None. Zero. I mean, it's going to come out on Blu-ray. There's Guaranteed it's going to come out on Blu-ray, but I would guess that there is a window to where HBO has it for X amount of months, probably, or at yeah. least a month, at least. So you can get um, as but, many people as possible to sign up. But, I mean, I know it's going to... I mean, day one, hour one, that thing's going to be uploaded onto torrent sites. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would where be, I will be watching it. Yeah, because I'm like I'm not I'm not gonna get HBO Plus or whatever it's called HBO Max. I'm God, I'll buy the Blu-ray day one. I will pre-order that thing day one. Me but too. If you're gonna hold off for months, <laughs> so I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna watch I'm it. Not, I'm, I would so. gladly pay. I would do the same thing. They're, they're like thirty bucks for the Blu-ray pre-order, double disc set. Yep, here's yeah. my money. Yeah. But, oh, I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait. I know. I actually would be... I, I think that I am more looking forward to Snyder's cut of that than... You might disagree with me, than I am the new uh, Wonder Woman. And I really like Wonder Woman, but... Uh, that Justice League, I can't... I can't wait. It's, it feels like I'm getting a new movie. A new Justice League movie. And we kind of are. I mean, he said that from what he's... He hasn't watched... Whedon's cut, but he's from what he has read and what he's talked to people, we've only seen twenty five percent of his movie. That was finished. Oh, I mean, man. he's got to finish so, some special effects shots, but photography was finished. So wait, Zack Snyder has watched the Whedon cut, right? I mean, no, seen, he says he hasn't. He never even watched the movie. He said he hasn't. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, got to be some, and I, I don't know if that's as much a judgment on Joss Whedon or anything, but. Uh, I mean, think about what he was going through at the time his kid committed suicide, and that was during production of that movie, so he would be, he even tried to come back after the funeral to keep working on it, and was just like, I can't do this, you know? Uh, so he's gonna associate all that stuff with what was going on at the time. Now that there's been some space and whatnot, so I could understand him not wanting to see somebody else's cut, where he knows that they just reshot his whole movie. Oh, changed man. everything. Wow. Yep. I think I do agree with you. I think I am looking forward to that more than Wonder Woman. Yeah. And I think Wonder Woman is going to be awesome. I can't wait for that. But it's this is just such an anomaly and such a weird, like, I suppose they kind of sort of did that for Alien 3, but this is almost a whole nother level. Like, yeah. With Especially with what happened, with what he was going through with the, you know, the death of his daughter and then just how botched it ended up being. And I still enjoy Justice League for what it is. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I remember liking it enough. Um, it's got a couple of good scenes, and you can tell they were the ones that Zach directed. Yeah. And then yeah. there's other every, about everything else in it is just cringe. Just, ugh. Yeah. ugh. There, is there a, there's a big crab robot monster thing in the end or something? Yeah, that's I'm, probably Zach's, though. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I remember not much of it. There's funny parts, or there there's humorous bits, and I'm guessing that's Joss Whedon's stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. and and it's funny because since that has all come about, then um, uh, David Ayer, of course, the day that it it was announced, they were like, "Oh, release the Ayer cut," but Ayer has been on uh, Twitter 
speaking very candidly about the things that they changed, about the things they made him reshoot, and he even said, put up a comparison of like, this was the first trailer ju- uh, at uh, Comic-Con, remember? And then look at the next trailer where it has some of the exact same shots, but you can tell they were changed because, oh, the Joker's too creepy. Make him a little more funny. Stuff like that. Right? You can just, you can tell he's right. The tone is completely different. And he said, he was talking to somebody just the other day that, where they said, ah, just, I'm not trying to be mean. I just didn't really love this version of the Joker and it's odd with the tattoos. And he's like, well, they wanted it. They changed the script and they wanted it to be lighthearted. And this style doesn't work in a Deadpool kind of movie. You know, it, it, he was meant to be scary. And so he says that his version still exists. It's out there. He just have to recut it. Oh, that would be great. But yep. what were they, like, he said, I, at, I happily would, too. I, I'm not quite sure why they went that route, because... Because Deadpool came out. That's exactly uh, what happened, because uh, ba- the reaction to Batman v Superman was one, and then that later that year, Deadpool came out and was a big hit, so they're like, ah, get rid of all this dark stuff and make it funny. Oh, executives, you guys know exactly what, what the audience wants, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. But then yeah. we look back to Heath Ledger's character, or his portrayal of Joker, which is flawless, and Joaquin Phoenix's, which is perfect. Uh, it's He's dark. He's not a waka waka, uh, whatever. <coughs> no. Keep it down. Oh, just crap running down the back of my throat. No, me too. Oh, Freaking allergies, man. Oh. Yeah, I, as I got out of bed at five in the morning after laying there or whatever, I'm like, I'm tired of drinking snot. I'm out of here. Yep. Angrily. And yeah, yep. And I threw up this morning too. And that's all it was. Just snot. Yep. Because it makes my stomach upset. Oh, great. And now the yard people are... Oh, interruption podcast, because now someone's, someone just pulled up, as soon as my wife leaves in, someone pulls up in front of the house with tractors and shit. And, ah, okay. So here's Time to level out that, that, that blank uh, where your kids play with the bumblebees. They're going to start working on that or what? Oh, geez. They, oh, they, the, uh, oh, I mean, it's not a cease and des- desist, but it's, we all got a letter saying, you keep your asses out of there. <laughs> And we're all like, mow it then, numbnuts. Uh, so they mowed it, um, and then they actually put this little weird fence in behind, like half of it is fenced in now so that the neighbor in the other allotment behind us doesn't throw his cut grass in th- into there anymore. And uh, <laughs> Oh, it's just, it's been romper room. There's goose eggs over there, and one of the kids broke the goose eggs, and his dad, oh, just swearing at him down the road and then he had he had to go to all the houses and apologize because he was shooting eggs with nerf gu- romper room <laughs> romper room yep oh it, man oh by the way my neighbor uh this little side trail here I, I want to talk to you about this but they're in the military or they were in the military and he's a private contractor now but he came over yesterday they were cleaning out their garage and he's like, hey, I want you to have this. He's like, this is an official um, army uh, food 
ration, whatever. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. And it's so cool. We opened it up, and I mean, like, there's spaghetti and meatballs, and there's a granola bar, and it's like, everything in there you can make right there. Like, you can pour water into this thing, and he heat this up or whatever, and he's like, he's like, they're actually surprisingly pretty good, but he's like, I have a whole bunch of them. And he's like, I thought you would want to try one. And it's really cool. Like, it's military grade. And then he gave uh, my wife this uh, a, a jacket from Iraq that that because they were over in Iraq, and so I've got this army jacket and this army shirt of some sort. Um, they're cool. And he's like, oh, I've got M4 magazines, like a box of M4 magazines over here. If you want one of those, I'm like, I don't have an M4, but I guess <laughs> I'll take a magazine to keep and say, check out this cool M4 magazine I got. So I they're really cool. For, they're not too. They're not too cheap. Yeah, actually, I, I said, can't you just throw those up on eBay? He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, we cannot sell those on eBay. So, but he's like, he's like, they, they could, like, they're worth a lot. He's like, I just don't know what to do with them. Uh, so, take them to the nearest gun show. You can sell them there. Yeah. So, somebody. Will anyway, I thought that they, I thought you'd find that kind of cool. That yeah. Old. What are those packs called? Oh, he. Oh, what was it? And it's like, like it's in a like fire. It's crazy. Yeah, it's the, even the silver pack, right? Yeah, the bag that it's in is like this is heavy duty. And he's like, I mean, he's like, we would eat three full ones of each in each pouch a day because we're huffing it through the desert. And he's like, there's a lot of calories in these things. But he's like, with all our gear and our weapons and everything, he's like, it was like they had it timed out pretty good to where it's the right amount of food if you eat all of that stuff, but we're talking like they have little packets of Kool-Aid type drink and gum and like it's a whole meal and then tooth freshening stuff too. So, MREs. There you go. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we're gonna he said if you you like them, he's like I got more of them. He's like "If, if the world ever ends, he's like trust me you can come over stay at our place. He's like we are prepared. So, anyway. And that was probably followed by Vote Trump. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there is... Uh, he's he's kind of like you. Uh, wife is more Trump-ish. But one cool thing that he said, that he's like, when I was in the military, he was leading battalions, whatever. And he was like, he's like, gay, straight, trans, whatever you are, he's like, y'all bleed the same. He's like, so you're all my brother, sister, whatever. He's like, that's bullshit. The the whole, you know, gay people can't be in the military. It's like, they die for our country just as much as anybody else could. I'm like, yeah. Hoorah on that one. Complete non-movie related. Yeah. <sighs> oh, I've got one more. Now, there's an actual movie related thing. Um, what is your thoughts on uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Maybe reboot? I'm not even sure if it's a reboot or not, but starring Margot Robbie? Sure, bring it on. I I don't... I, I never even finished the last Pirates movie. Oh, but, really? Yeah, and I don't think it's going to be a reboot. I think they said it's going to be uh, just exist in the same universe, one of those kinds of things, which I wholeheartedly agree. Just go. Just go yeah. make... just. You can keep making stuff in the universe, but just go do your own thing. And I, I gotta say, I mean, 
I know he sells tickets, but I think Johnny Depp should maybe be done. Uh, well, he's kind of getting canceled a little bit, isn't he? I th- is she going to be that character, kind of, or a female version of that guy, or Jack Sparrow? No, 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 no I don't think so. I think it's just side quill. Oh, okay. I mean? That's the way I understood it, anyway. Okay, well... I mean, that's fine, but it, it'd be nice if they, if they were making it in a different universe, like a pirate movie, a real badass pirate movie, like a rated yeah, R, you know? Oh, that'd be awesome. But, eh. That's all I got. Oh, and Ferris Bueller, I guess Ferris Bueller cast is going to be reuniting on that Josh Gad thing. Meh. Meh. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> I, I've, the movie's amusing, but I've never been in love with that movie as everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I. It's good, but... Eh. eh 80s. Yep. Now, you get the, ca- get the cast together a Top Gun, and I am slobbering on that knob. Uh, it's it's called Top Gun Two. It's coming out yeah. sometime. <laughs> they did get them together. Yeah. Uh, oh, and so Tenant is backed up again, correct? We're... Yeah, but I think it was only for a couple of weeks. And I've had people on the internet saying that Christopher Nolan is a fucking asshole for doing that. And I'm like, why? I'm like, well, part of his it should be because it should be delayed until next year. Oh, the reason of... he's trying to get it put out is because he gets a piece of the back end on it. And it's going to endanger people's lives. I'm like, I really don't think that Christopher Nolan has that big an input in the release. I think that... No! 90% of he can. I'm sure he can make recommendations and stuff, but that's got to fall in the studio, right? You'd think, yeah. I mean, you think a director can walk... They can't even get fucking Final Cut, and they're walking and they're going, Hey! Let's move this release back. I, I just don't see it. But no. Whatever. And if you don't want to see the movie, you don't have to go to the theater to see it. I... Oh, that pissed people off when I said that too. I oh, mean, really? Oh, they were. Eh, they were not happy with me. Oh, uh, well, what was it? That it was something else. Oh, Josh Trank. That story. <laughs> Did you hear about that one? No. Let's see if I can find this here. I wasn't trying to defend the guy. I kept saying, I don't know the guy. I haven't really heard any stories about him. I, I mean, I know... <sighs> Apologizes to overreacting to online trolls. I didn't... I don't know. I've seen meltdowns before, and I just didn't think it was that bad. Just some guy who just ripped him a new one, and then he essentially... what? No, they don't show it here. The guy said, the tweet said something to the effect of, hey, do you want to know what pretentiousness and condescending an asshole is? Two words, Josh Trank. And the guy quoted him and he said, it was something like that. But they, and, and so Josh Trank quoted him and he said, say it to my face. I'll, I'll say it to my face and I will punch you right in the head. Like, okay. I didn't think that was that big a deal. Like, it's not like he went off calling him the N-word or, you know... Yeah. It's, he's, I don't know, I just was, I was like, I'm not defending the guy, I'm not saying that he's not pretentious or any of those things, I don't know him. The dude's, I've seen one movie he's made, pretty much, two, I guess. Yeah. One and a half, actually. One and a half, yeah. (laughs) Another one that got taken away from... And then they were like, ah, by all reports, he is an asshole, and this, that, and the other thing, I'm like, okay, but that, I'm not on set, you know, I don't... 
you're not, I mean, it's one thing about yelling at people and stuff, but it's another thing to, when, I don't know, when it goes like racial or, you know, there's real bigoted hatred out there. I mean, seriously, say it to his face. I agree. There's not enough people that get punched in the face for the shit that they say. Sometimes. Yes. Especially online, especially nobodies. When you don't even have a name. I've decided that I'm not responding to people that don't have a name anymore. Especially on Twitter. I'm not talking about... I have this one website where I know everybody because I've posted there for years. But I'm talking about, like, Twitter. Where people blast other people and rip other people. And you look at the at handle and it's like, Dinosaur Man. And then their name is... Dinosaur seven five nine eight three two. Like you're an anonymous yeah. nobody. You click on their their profile and it takes you. There's nothing on it. You can't find anything out about the person. I'm not responding to any of those kinds of yeah. comments ever. So who do you think that like you think they're just they're not bots, right? And I don't. I'm, I'm getting old enough to where I I'm starting to not know social media lingo, but like I'm assuming that some of that stuff is not legit. I'm sure some of it is not legit, but then there's some of it where it's just people that want to rip famous people or something, and but they don't want to put their name to it. So they're just assholes. Yeah. Online. Here we go. Oh, here's the guy's name that said it. Okay, Comics Pride says, How egotistical and pretentious can a director be? Answer, Josh Trank. And Josh Trank said, Say it to my face, I'll knock you the fuck out. Awesome. I like that. And then here is the second one. To everyone right now DMing me that Capone sucks. Stephen King quoted my script in a tweet. All the coolest critics and filmmakers co-signed it. I'm still the youngest director to have a number one movie in the box office. Stephen King is better than you. Black Lives Matter accomplish something interesting with your lives. I don't really have a problem with that. No, neither do I. I'm like... That... <laughs> Oh, I bet that got the trolls all in a oh, that feathers in a fist. And the guy that was re- screen capping all this, his name is Doctor Sizzle, and his at handle is at Doctor Sizzle. Nobody, nope. you're a nobody. Then there's nothing on him, nothing on his profile about that would that would lead you to know who he is or they are. Oh, that just irritates me. And it's not like I got my home address on my Twitter account or something like that, but if a smart person just listening to this show could track us down. Yeah. And guess what? The show is listed on my profile, so you can find it. There's 300 plus episodes for you Mm -hmm. to figure it out. Yep. (laughs) Again, not defending him, not saying the guy isn't a dick. I don't know him. But I just don't know a lot of people that if somebody came up to you and said that to your face, your reaction wouldn't be to punch him in the fucking face. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Okay, let's move on to Recently Watched. Uh, I'm up first again. Okay, well, let's talk about Eurovision, the story of Fire Saga. What? (laughs) Starring Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams and Dan Stevens. Uh, When aspiring musicians Lars and Sigrid are given the opportunity to represent their country, Iceland, at the world's biggest song competition... They finally have a chance to prove that any dream worth having is a dream worth fighting for. Ah. Ah. A little long at two hours and three minutes, but, and we watched it over two nights, me and the wife got a kick out of this one. It's a Will Ferrell comedy. Pierce Brosnan is his dad. They're all talking kind of bork-borky accent, which is funny, and, um, 
some good cameos in there. Graham Norton. I we liked it. I I I think you'd get a kick out of it as well. Might even be a Joni movie. Oh really? Okay. It's just so funny. They just oh. Ah, just if you know anything about that kind of music, that that Euro techno kind of, uh, not quite that bad, but yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. But it's just funny that there, Will Ferrell just keeps coming. His character just keeps coming up with all these different costumes and last minute. Let's put a giant hamster wheel that I'll be running in, and it'll get lowered from the ceiling, you know. And of course, it gets tangled up in things, and he goes flying and ruins the show and. They just cannot catch a frickin' break. Uh, but it was it was a good flick, and there are a couple parts in there I don't want to spoil for you because I think you'll laugh out loud, and you'll know why I'm laughing at it. Inside jokes between you and me. Uh, anyway, so check that one out. I th- okay. I, I think that uh, it's on Netflix. It's a new Netflix original. Uh, I think you, you'll get a kick out of it. It's a little long, but it'll make a good treadmill. And next up, from 1985, Baby, Secret of the Lost Legend. Oh, boy. (laughs) So my wife was joking about, because we swapped out couches, so I carried this couch out in the garage. We're just going to keep it kind of there until either somebody comes and takes it, or I don't know what to do with it. It's a double recliner couch, and the fabric's all fucked up. It just fell apart. But the mechanics of it, it work fine. So I just threw a sheet over it for now. And she's like, oh, haha, maybe this could be your man cave. And I just said, man garage. Went down in the basement, got one of my TVs, brought it up, grabbed mm-hmm. a DVD player. I've got a couple of rugs laid out there and my punching bag. And me and the boys watched Baby's Secret of the Lost Legend the other day, <laughs> this weekend. Just to do something different. And uh, I haven't seen this movie in many, many years. I, I remember running it a lot because it had dinosaurs in it. It was like cool like whoa look at that they're really moving and stuff uh so i was expecting this to be really bad starring william cat sean young what else do i know william cat i was just gonna say what is what that name Oh, the greatest american hero oh there we go there we go he's the main star right he's the yeah yep is there something else carrie carrie yeah oh the original carrie yeah he was the kind of the f- boyfriend that took her out or something. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to look here. Boy, he's got a lot of TV credits. Okay, looks like Carrie was his first big movie. Ah, followed by Baby, Secret of the Legend of the Lost. Uh, anyway, I'm happy to report this was not nearly as bad as I expected it to be. And actually, the boys quite enjoyed it. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, when they do the extreme close-ups on Baby and Baby's mother... It goes to animatronics, and those are just dated as hell. Especially because Baby's eyes are going two different directions, so it looks like she got knocked on the head. And is like, Durr! Um And she kind of waddles a little bit. It looks goofy. But there are times when they do farther away shots, uh, where they use, like, uh, green screen and projection and have the mother, at one point, rips through this village... And goes, doesn't go down the street, goes through the buildings. And it's like miniatures and stuff, but it looks pretty damn good. I was impressed. I, obviously, you can tell when some of the stuff is a blue screen or whatever. But, I mean, it's 1985. Yeah. Uh, it's to be expected. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad to have... Uh, I was glad I was able to find that on DVD for a buck. It's been sitting on my shelf forever, but... 
Hey, I'm, it's one from my childhood. I'm glad to have it in the collection. Is it one that you think uh, that you'll like revisit every now and then, or is that kind of a one and done? Okay, I watched it, and uh, I, I could see myself revisiting it again. Uh, okay, over to you. Uh, I guess it's it's my week to have the long titles. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, first up, uh, seven deaths in the cat's eye. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Uh, Italian, uh, Giallo from 1973. No, no way. No yeah. way. <laughs> Couldn't have guessed that one. Um, I figured surely that was a Portuguese or Spanish <laughs> film. Uh, um, yeah, this is, uh, eh, I've watched it a couple times and, um, maybe it's because it's not good. I, so I forget about it and then I'm like, hey, here's a Giallo I need to re rewatch again. And then I watch it, and I'm like, eh, this is kind of boring. So it back on the shelf, it'll go for, you know, until, I would guess, 2025. And then it'll be like, hey, seven deaths in the cat's eye. That was, I think, good. Ah, uh, Antonio Margariti directed I've this. heard that name before. Oh, yeah. What else has he done? Because I'm, I'm sure I own other stuff from that guy. Oh, he directed your The Hunter from the something or other. Oh, that's terrible. Um, That's a Mystery Science Theater movie, I believe. It is. You are correct. Um, Jungle Raiders, uh, The Hunt, The Hunters of the Golden Cobra, Death Rage. Oh, Death Rage was awful. Oh, he directed that. Awful. Yul Brenner is in that. Oh, like I was sick when I watched this, um, and just pissed. Oh, so bad and boring and oh, and Yul Brenner, which I like, but I'm like. I hate seeing you in, you in this movie because the movie's so bad and boring. Um, Killer Fish. There we go. Cannibals in the Streets. What? Oh, Cannibal Apocalypse. Okay. That's probably what he's best known for. Cannibal Apocalypse. I, anyway. If you, say, if you say so. Yeah. <laughs> Codename Wild Geese. Ark of the Sun God. Man, this guy's got some... Got some movies that he made with his name on it. Uh... Yeah, Italian people are in a big castle, and every now and then someone gets killed, and there's a cat in the room, which pissed me off watching it, because I'm like, fuck <laughs> cats. And I can't escape them. I cannot escape them. And for some odd reason, there's this man in a gorilla suit that every now and then shows up. Um, and I'm still not sure if it was meant to be real or an actual man in a gorilla suit, but I my, my brain would just kind of tune in and out of whatever was happening on the screen. Oh, it was so boring. Oh, there's so much talking in this movie, and maybe maybe this is the reason for this. Let's take our clothes off again, and here's a nearly bloodless killing with a cat in the room. Okay, seven cats in... Oh, seven cats in the... Seven cats in the death's eye. You dumbass, Eugene. Okay. Um, oh, well, you're just predicting your own demise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very, very accurate. Um, okay, new movie. Uh, yummy. Uh, from 2019. This is on Shudder. Heard good things about this. Eh, uh, it's action. Sounds like your love affair with Shudder is, is fading a bit. 
It is. It's it's waning. It's like, <laughs> how much am I paying for this a year? Um, yummy is an orgy of blood, violence, and fun in which a couple travel to a shabby Eastern European hospital for plastic surgery. You know, a woman wants a breast reduction, and her mother... Yeah, yeah. so boob jokes. Um, it's okay. I, I am, I mean, it It has to be something special for me to like a new zombie movie anymore. Um, it's, I don't know. It, way too many characters, and it's just the same old, same old. They're trapped in the building, and it's gory, kind of, and the, 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 the lady that wants a breast reduction, her boyfriend is a schlub, so he's constantly getting almost killed, and it just didn't really work for me. It's not awful, but very roulette Very roulette and even in an hour and 36 minutes, I'm like, eh, there's a good hour and 10 minute movie in here. Uh, like, yeah, plastic surgery tit jokes and... That's it. Back to you. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, my dog just farted, and it smells so bad, I'm trying not to puke. I mean, it's... Like, he just took a liquid spray shit all over the floor. That's what it smells like. <laughs> and he's snoring. Oh, how can something so foul come from something so little? <laughs> oh, let me int- introduce you to my cat's litter box. And it's not just the shit, it's, it's the pee, the cat pee. Yeah, I know what that smells like. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Oh, it's... Mm-hmm. And you you get to clean the... I mean, why are the boys not cleaning it out? Oh, I don't clean... I don't, no, I don't clean that thing out. I do not touch the litter box. I'm like, nope. You guys wanted the cats. One of you clean that shit box out. I empty the dishwasher twice a day. Yeah, no thank you. I We have to occasionally pick up shit in our yard. I'm like... Mm, this isn't really an Eric job. Eric didn't want big dogs. He liked uh, little dogs where the shit is tiny and is gone after a rain. But <laughs> we got this big dog and she takes big shits. Uh-huh. And they don't go away. So. Until one of your boys steps in it, yeah. Yeah. Grab the shovel in the bucket. Bye. I don't. And our neighbors only have big dogs that they come shit in the yard, too. It's just the community litter box is my yard. <laughs> but they at least will clean theirs up occasionally. Uh, okay, how about uh, Jack the Giant Slayer from 2013? Okay. This Blu-ray has been on my shelf for since the show began, I think. Uh, and Eugene said, yeah, it's a good movie, you should watch it. Well, finally did this week. Looking, uh, the eternal hunt for something to watch with the family. It, it's getting It's a real thing. Harder. It's oh. a real thing. And, and, oh, what drives me nuts is, what do you want to watch? Oh, whatever. Okay, how about this? No. How about this? No. How about this? No. What do you want to watch? Ah, eh, whatever. Like, you say no to everything. Okay. The ancient war between humans and a race of giants is reignited when Jack, a young farman fighting for a kingdom for the love of a princess, opens a gateway between the two worlds. Gateway. Yeah, it's a plant. It's not a gateway. Directed by Brian Singer, who may be done in Hollywood, starring Nicholas Holt, Stanley Tucci, Ian McGregor. Written by Chris McQuarrie. That would explain why I probably enjoyed it so much. I thought this was... I, I agree. This was a darn good movie. Some of the CGI could be a bit spotty at times because of... I mean, 
it's hard to make photorealistic people, or at least in 2013 it was. But I thought they did a very good job. Nicholas Holt was good. I kept waiting on Ian McGregor to turn bad, and I was really glad that he didn't. He was a good guy. And I like that. I like my Ian McGregor to be a good guy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I'm glad I have the Blu-ray, and, and yeah, that'll get pulled out every now and then. I, it, I wish that they had gone R with it, because there were so many things they implicated R and then just didn't quite. Like, uh-huh. oh, the he picks the troll, or the giant picks up a guy and is opening his mouth and is gonna eat, you can tell he's gonna eat him and then or rip his head off and then it cuts away to a reaction shot and then you just see the a helmet plop down like he just ripped his head off or you know he goes to stomp on a guy and you see the stomp begin but then it cuts away it's like ah ah well but that's you know they're trying to make it for tweens what's going on in the neighborhood <laughs> Oh, the ocean of kids is just kid running across the road, bouncing a baseball, basketball, falling on his face. Not a parent to be seen. Ghost town, except for a million kids. Oh, welcome to summertime. Isn't it great? Isn't oh. summer great? Isn't it so great? I actually, yeah, I wish that like in five minutes from now, a complete blizzard would just come tearing ass through here. And freeze everything solid. Whatever is outside is frozen solid. <laughs> Happy. Aren't your kids at the park? <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, just in my cul-de-sac. <laughs> oh, there's work trucks. I mean, there's so many work trucks out there. I'm like, I'm not even sure if I could get out of my driveway if I'd want to right now. I... Yeah. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I... Basketballs, oh, and, and, and kids just, like, yards, it, it's a communal yard. It's one huge yard. So it's, it just happens to have different houses on that one yard. So kids just tear ass through three different people's yards. And Sure, why not? Do you have a sidewalk? No, no, no sidewalk. Mm-mm, no sidewalk, just road and driveway and community. Well, they'd stay on the sidewalk if you had a sidewalk, I bet. Yeah. Okay, anyway, back to you. Uh, okay, I'll <laughs> uh, do a couple other real quick ones and I'll be done. Let's start with uh, Breaker Breaker from 1977, starring Chuck Norris. I was just going to say, it has to star Chuck Norris. <laughs> Truck driver searches for his brother who has disappeared in a town run by a corrupt judge. Nope, couldn't pay attention to this one, but I gotta keep it because it's got the same kind of side as Code of Silence and it was a... They gotta look good on the shelf together one day. Breaker, Breaker, man, I, I mean, I've seen most of Chuck Norris's 70s movies, but I don't even know if I've, I mean, I may have heard of that one, but was oh, that it's before probably after... a vinegar syndrome thing on your shelf and you just don't oh, even remember it. That's probably. how forgettable, I couldn't tell you a thing about this movie, except Chuck Norris was in it and he's skinny and young and he arm wrestles a guy that's three times his size and wins. Yeah, right. Course, yeah. Um, Is this, uh, was this before or after Good Guys Wear Black? I would bet money I've seen Breaker Breaker. I mean, that arm wrestling scene, I'm like, ooh, that sounds something kind of familiar there. <laughs> Breaker Breaker was 1977. Good Guys Wear Black was the next movie he made in 1978. Okay. Then A Force of One, The Octagon, Eye for an Eye, Silent Rage, all on my shelf. All. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Just me too. Garbage. Just garbage. But I'm like, oh. eh, Chuck Norris. Octagon was terrible. Uh, so yeah, I can't tell you much about it because I could not pay attention to it. 
Next is Death Before Dishonor, 1987. And this was one you got me, I think. Yes, that's right. Wow. Gunnery Sergeant Burns reports for duty to an American embassy in the Middle East. However, due to the enlightened views of the ambassador, the Marine security detachment he's in charge of, dot, 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 dot. No, I don't need to see full summary. Um, this was a military movie. That's the review. Because, I, what am I going to say about it? Sasha Mitchell's in it. Mm-hmm. Paul Winfield. Always good, you know? Yep. Was it... It was, was fine, but it was just, we gotta go do a mission, and then they all get, you know, guns, and then they go shoot people, and... Oh, that, that's what's happening over there. That was me while I was just farting around okay. in the office. Oh, was... That cover is awesome, though. I love that cover. Yeah, it is, and the tape worked really well. On the shelf it goes. Don't worry, I've got mm-hmm. loads of VHS reviews just like that one. But we'll save it for another time. Um, last round for you. Um, the night Evelyn came out of the grave. <laughs> this again. <laughs> um, what was this about? Um, oh, this one here. Okay, so this one here was actually pretty good. Uh, Jalo, of course. Uh, nah. 1971. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe that? So the first, like, half hour or so of the movie, um, this guy whose wife is deceased um he brings home these women uh and gets a bit rapey with them and then just starts whipping the shit out of them like s&m type stuff like you know hey why don't you put on this little leather thing here ha 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 and then and just little little like little whipped love tap type things and then just whips the shit out of them and then we then he falls in love and gets married and then murders start to happen, and um, then there's kind of a twist in the end, and and I'm like, what about Mr. Rapey Whipper in the beginning? Like, they kind of just glossed over the fact that he was kind of kicking the shit out of women in the first... I, mean, I'm like, I guess Italian cinema of the 70s, gotta love it, or something. <laughs> no, you don't. You really don't. No, because I'm like, I'm like, that was a glaring oversight on your end to not really hammer at home that that's probably not good that he's, you know, whipping the shit out of these ladies in his little dungeon room, but it has a good twist in the end. I kind of liked that movie. Um, the night that Evelyn came out of the Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, ooh, that's good. Um, so there you go. Um, it's uh, yeah, pretty good. Um, let's see. What else did I have here for you? Oh, and uh, I watched Invasion U.S. Speaking of Chuck Norris, I watched Invasion U.S.A. thinking, hey, that's a good movie. Uh, when was the last time you watched that one? I don't know if I have. Is Chuck Norris with a denim vest on and cowboy boots and tiny, tiny little baby Uzi guns, 80s Uzi guns. and You just described every Chuck Norris movie before the 90s. Yeah. Then yeah. he just made a Feather TV hair. show where he did that. Yeah, a big Bronco type truck or yep. some truck that looks like the Fall Guy, and yeah, uh, he murders everybody. And when are they going to remake that uh, show? Where, where's my Fall Guy movie? Because I would, I'd watch, I'd watch the hell out of that. Yeah. Obviously, starring The Rock. Yeah. Oh, that would be good too. 
Um, but anyway, it's way, way too long. An hour and 45 minutes and it just drug on and on and on. And it's okay, but it's another one of those where it's like, oh, it's going out of print. A Scream Factory, their release of it or whatever, it's going out of print. Gotta get it. Gotta have it on the shelf. And there it shall sit. Oh, um, here we go. Hold on a second. Of course there's a fucking ad. Is it just me or the ads on YouTube just worse? Yeah, they are. What are you watching? Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bowen. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. Oh, I mean, it's it's three minutes long. Back when theme songs meant something. <laughs> well, when they kicked ass. Oh, that was great. Yeah, well, the whole thing's on YouTube. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, I watched uh, the shit out of that show when I was a kid. Me too. That and the Million Dollar Man. Yep. He's still kicking, isn't he? Lee Majors. Lee Majors? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> Sorry. I interrupted your Invasion USA because I just had to hear it. I think that's when I found out that I was uh, a little heterosexual boy. Oh, who was on that show that was... uh, I know who you're talking about. What's her name? I knew her. I just... Heather Thomas. Ah, there we go. I mean, go ahead and look up Heather Thomas. Click on image. From back then, or... Whatever. Uh, Here she is. Oof. (laughs) <laughs> oh man her and zapped oh boy yeah that picture let's see on mine it's the second row down and the third one over that's the fall guy picture click on that bad boy where she's just in front of the truck oh yeah that's my speed right there yep <laughs> oh little boy just watching that show just like Uh My tongue on the floor. Anyway, uh, Invasion USA, sorry. (laughs) Oh, it's nothing, forgettable. It's just 80s, 80s cocaine action. There you go. Just, whatever. Um, And lastly, I'm not sure if I've ever talked about this movie, but uh, I figure I should, well, yeah, I've talked about Zombie 4 After Death, right? Oh, you've talked about all the zombie movies, I'm sure. Okay, well, I watched that again just because uh, I needed my Claudio Fragrasso, and after death it was. Um, this is the one that, you know, I'm living after death. Dun, dun, dun. I remember. Just a, yeah, but dun, dun. Whoa! Claudio Fragrasso, a.k.a. Clyde Anderson. I, this podcast has probably said the name Claudio Fragrasso or, and or Clyde Anderson more than any other podcast in existence. The Claudio Fragrasso podcast doesn't say it as much. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, um, boy, what more needs to be said about this great slice of late 80s Italian zombie shenanigans? Jeff Stryker is in this, and I know that we have talked about Jeff Stryker before. He's the gay porn star guy. Uh, does a pretty decent job in this. 
Candace Daly is in this. She's our hero, I guess. You could say, well, is she? Yeah. Did she pass away? Yeah, she passed away, I guess, huh? 38 years old. Wow, that's crazy. Um, she died of polydrug intoxication. Huh. Yeah, well, anyway, um, lots of running around, shooting, zombies, and then the music. And seriously, it, it's awesome. I want that, like, I want to play that, like, when I'm driving sometimes. Just or the that song too, which you know that song. You, I think you watched the movie. I, I think once, yes. Yep. Uh, it's just a dun dun. Whoa! I'm living after death. Dun dun dun. Uh, so I got another derail for you. What do you think will be the result of Army of the Dead? Zack Snyder's movie coming to Netflix this December <clears throat> because now the story came out about Chris D'Elia this week. Did you hear that story? Uh-uh. Oh, he's in the middle of getting canceled. Uh, but he would actually deserve it because uh, screenshots came out of him. Oh, I don't want to get this wrong. There was somebody else doing something similar, but I want to say he was hitting on underage girls. Oh. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Cre- creeping. Real creepy. Like this is in person or online or... Uh, text messaging? Email exchanges? I, it's no big loss to me. I didn't, never thought he was funny anyway, so... I watched a couple of stand-ups and I'm, I'm, it's like... Now who is he? He's a stand-up comic, but he's... Gonna... I mean, he's in this... The Zack Snyder movie. Ah, uh, the emails created exchange with three of his accusers where he asked them how old they were and turned them down if they were under 18 amid six... He's been accused of multiple women of emailing them inappropriately. So many fucking ads! I can't read your stupid website! <laughs> Cocksucker. Uh, but do you think it'll have any effect on the release of that since it's coming to Netflix? No, it, it could. Well... I mean, it's an ensemble piece. There's a whole bunch of people in it. Unless they just really downplay it and hope that it kind of, sort of, goes away or... Uh, it says, Dalia asked them for nude pictures. In some cases, they were underage. And one claimed he exposed his erect penis to her in a hotel room. Yeah. Since been fired by his agent and his manager, shows have been canceled. And she made them public. She claimed that she was 17 at the time of the exchange. I don't know. I just wondered if you thought it would have any effect on that release. Possibly. I mean, if it would be a theatrical release, I could even see that being... I don't know, being, because it's Netflix, you, I don't know, you, it might be one of those, just quietly... Plops out on the Netflix? Yeah, yeah. The cast for this is great. Dave Batista, Ella Purnell. Hiroyuki Sonata. Theo Rossi. Cool. Looks good. I, if we got a, we haven't got a trailer for that yet, have we? Nuh-uh. Yeah, Dave Batista is a military something and a Zack Snyder something I'm in. Yep, me too. Definitely. And we've talked about it before with people. 
I'm not going to see that movie because so-and-so is in it, and he is accused of blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, like, I get it. But if they already made that movie before any of that stuff came out, then I'm, uh It'd be a little different if they keep making stuff with Harvey Weinstein, you know? Yes. Yeah. But like, I, like I've told my family about that whole canceling thing over the football kneeling and whatnot, they got all pissy about that. I said, man, it's the same with the movie industry. You think you can't go find somebody out of thousands of people that are working on a single project that didn't do something awful? Like, that's impossible. Obviously, you can yeah. get rid of them once you do know, but... I mean, last night I watched Jeepers Creepers, and I mean, we know Victor Salva and his his shady past. He did his time. He did his time, and I, oh boy, caught Jeepers Creepers. You can't watch Jeepers Creepers. It's like that's a damn good movie, and part two is pretty decent too. But so okay, if that's the case, then don't watch anything from Roman Polanski. Don't watch. You can't watch anything. Hey, you, yeah, you might as well just quit watching Hollywood movies. You, you don't think there was somebody on the set of Jaws that didn't do something shady, shitty? Yeah. We're never going to watch Jaws again now because the boom mic operator? What? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, killed a guy? I. It's just not possible. Yeah, I agree. And if, I not mean, I just that I condone. No, no, it's, it's not condoning. I think there's a difference between uh, continuing to support somebody when, like... Like I said, with Weinstein or somebody that you know is awful and they just kept making him the lead of a movie, of movies. I mean, I guess Mel Gibson's said some horrible shit, but you don't, I mean, I don't know. Is he frontlining any movies after that? I mean, he, some direct-to-video crap or somebody's desperate. Yeah, or the, uh, I guess, dragged across concrete, but he doesn't do a whole lot. And that still was, wasn't that kind of an independent film? Oh, yeah, that was independent film. But Jeepers Creepers was quite good. I'm not sure when the last time was you watched that. You and I watched that in the theater way back in 2001. Oh, man. Uh, man, that holds up good. Holds up really, really good. Fast-paced. Just enough gore. The creature's cool. Justin Long's great. It's a good movie. Now, I haven't watched it in uh, quite a while. But uh, that's because I'm I'm more morally correct than you. So. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, coming soon. Let's wrap this up. Coming soon. Right. I have been on a VHS binge, but there's also isn't that uh, uh, when does that Charlize Theron movie come out? I want to see that. That's high on my list. That ne- is that coming streaming? Yeah, that Netflix. It's a Netflix original where she's like an immortal with these other immortals, and oh, they go around yeah. and kill asses. Kind of getting the hankering to watch Fury Road again too. I still have only watched that one time in the theater. I've watched it twice. I mean, I'm not seeing it on her oh, producer. Who would want to go and see her producer credits first? The Old Guard. That's what, That's it's, what called. it's called? Yeah. She is just whipping ass. Man, that was a good trailer. I'm looking forward to that. Chuetel Elgia 4, however you say his name. He's always great. Yep, that's going to be... I think that, that looks really good. Um, And then, yeah, like I said, stacks of VHS, because I'm trying to clean off some space here. The other day, I kind of bumped the thing, and a tape fell off the pile on top and went landed completely behind my shelving unit. That was oh, fun to great. dig out, so it was great. like, i got to get this shit out of here. So, 
I'm watching it. What about you? Oh, for me, I got Jeepers Creepers Part 2. I'll be watching that one. Um, I've been wanting to watch... Um, oh, uh, Vincent Price. Haunting of Hill House. Hmm. Have you seen that one before? I did years ago. And I, for some reason, I've, I've been on a bit of a Vincent Price kick. And that's one that I'm like... I think that you watched it relatively recent, right? And you thought it was pretty good. Uh, it's been a few years now, but I've, I think I've seen it more than once. It's a good it's a good movie. So, yeah, I'm going to give that one a watch. Uh, my uh, June Vinegar Syndrome <laughs> uh, package is going to be here probably today. Let's see what those are going to be. Uh, best Friends. Oh, she Comes um, Quickly. Uh, uh, white um, on Black 5. Yeah, I like to watch Sorority Sweethearts. All anal 14. <laughs> and Old Dracula. Just, and Old Dracula. Yeah, they're not even trying anymore, do they? Yeah, I mean, what? Oh, what's Old Dracula? David Niven is Old Dracula. Count Dracula has converted his castle into a tawdy tourist attraction as a means of luring in unsuspecting visitors and draining them of their blood. But his dream is to find the perfect blood type needed to resurrect his bride, Vampyra. Back to the world of the undead. When one of his latest guests turns out to have blood that's a perfect match, Dracula is over the moon until a lab error results in an unexpected change to beloved Vampyra. She's been unintentionally transformed into a soul sister. So this is a comedy film. Yes, this is a, this is a, a creative mix of vampire and comedy. Oh, when was it made? I'm guessing 1974. Yeah. Oh, that should be a movie. There's your horror. There's your horror movie. Yeah. These aren't even movies. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, <laughs> but, but, they come with real nice slipcovers. <laughs> I'll probably sell that on eBay. Probably. Or, or I, I will. <laughs> or you will, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, because trust me when I say I am falling apart over here. Yeah, I'm I'm right with oh. you. Oh. That's what they'll do just... at our funeral. We'll have a dual funeral. And they'll just take both our video collections and throw them in a giant... That'll be the fuel for the pyre that they burn our bodies with. Yeah, yeah. And probably some cats will be there. And, <laughs> somehow. Wearing white. All in white for some Wearing reason. Wearing white. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got it. I gotta quit subscribing to this yearly vinegar syndrome. Oh, there's so much shit. It's like, and you can't oh. flip it. Oh, I can flip it all right. But here, the thing is, if you wait, they go out of print. And then they just skyrocket in price on eBay. But then it's like, oh, now I gotta take pictures and upload and, and ship it out and a pain in the ass. Or they could just sit on my shelf and keep collecting more and more, like, get, to be worth more and more and more for you. For you. Yeah, great. I, once, <laughs> even from the grave, you're going to find a way to be a pain in my ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're like, oh, I got to sell. I like to watch in sorority sweethearts and it's sealed and uh, it's got a beautiful slipcover. <laughs> it's going to be a package deal about five movies for a grand. Just here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that uh, rad movie, by the way, the Blu-ray, uh, that sold out. They, they had they got 12,000 uh, copies. Sold out. And it is going for, it, there's a good chance that that's going to end up going for $200. Think about that. That's crazy. I mean, 
they sold that thing sold out so fast, and that was not because they like they didn't. I, from what I hear, they agreed with the the rights holder that okay, we have to release it on 4K, and here's the number of copies that we are allowed to have, and that's it. That they're done. Like the rights, exp- I'm not sure if the rights expired with Vinegar Syndrome, but they they sold out, and if you want a copy, it's eBay. Or, or hold out hope that a UK company might be able to get a license to release it. But that thing is going to be worth a lot of money. It already is. I'm telling you, that's one of the tapes that all the VHS hunters are after. Yeah. I see, pictures, Isn't that I see crazy? pictures of it almost every day. Found my copy of Red! Like, son of a... Yeah, not, now not only on VHS, but now the 4K Blu-ray is equally collectible. Just like that. I mean, it was literally released less than a month ago. And sold out. So that's I think that's kind of cool. Like I like that. Yeah, I do too. Uh, that's but, one that I should watch. You have seen it, right? Oh, many times. Oh, that movie's great. But not in like thirty years. <laughs> no. Oh, it's bad. But oh, it's great. Yeah, I know what you mean. Ugh, All right, but... we're getting long. Let's get out of here. All right. All right. See ya. Bye. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.